So let's go over a brief history of dark matter. Dark matter first arose from an analysis of galactic clusters that showed that rotation curves did not fit Newtonian gravitational theory. What? Allow me to clarify. Let's look at the solar system. The closer into the solar system we are, the faster things orbit around the sun. The innermost planet was named after the Greek god of swiftness, Mercury, or Aries, or... No, it was Hermes. Yes. Mercury, or Hermes, um, was named because it went so fast around the sun. Hermes, the messenger. Mercury, the messenger. The winged sandals propelling the planet around very, very fast. But if we go further out from the sun, the center of mass of the solar system, we see that the Earth takes a lot longer to go around the sun. We look out even further, Jupiter goes around even slower. Neptune even slower than that, and Pluto seems to not even be moving at all sometimes. This is how Newtonian gravitational theory works. The further you are out away from the center of mass of something, the slower you orbit around it. Likewise, this is the same story for galaxies. The further you are away from the center of the galaxy, the slower you rotate around the galaxy, according to this solar system model, according to Newton's theory of gravitation. So what's expected is that you know you have a very high rotation velocity, you orbit around very fast in the center of the galaxy, and you go out further and further and further, and you start to slow down, and the graph uh, tails off and goes down exponentially. This isn't what's observed. What's observed is that this rotation curve, as it's called, a curve plotted of rotation velocity versus distance from the center of the galaxy, shows that it sort of flattens out as we go further out. So how would we explain this in terms that we can understand? Well, think of it in terms of how Mercury, how fast Mercury is going around the Sun. The Earth is going around a little bit slower, but still pretty quick. Jupiter is going around at the same speed as the Earth. And Pluto is also going around at the same speed as the Earth. Well, that's weird, because the Sun isn't pulling on those things as hard as it is on Mercury, because Mercury is a lot closer there's two options. Either we understand gravity or we don't. So let's move into modern observations. In 2006, a team headed by Douglas Clough investigated what's called the bullet cluster. And this is a cluster of galaxies that have two uh, cluster, or it's two clusters of galaxies rather, that are colliding with one another and lots of information is told from it. In this uh, collision, matter is separated from the clusters, and dark matter is also separated from everything else. Google search bullet cluster. You'll find an optical image of the cluster itself with all this, this myriad of galaxies all floating around, and maybe a looks like a star from the diffraction spikes right there. Um, and then you'll see this pink thing, this blue stuff. What is all that stuff? Let's take it one step at a time. The optical image is the galaxies. These are, these are the two clusters. They look more or less kind of uh, you know, rough and tumble, not really correlated, and very scattered all over the place. Okay, so let's flip on a filter to see the, the gas between the galaxies, the intergalactic uh, hot gas that's, that pervades the galaxy cluster. 
Now, as two galaxy clusters come in, they you know have a hot gas in between the galaxies. They come in, the galaxies you know they'll interact and fly around and stuff. But the uh, gas will, uh, as the picture shows, kind of pass like a bullet through like a coke can, and it'll leave this trail of uh, of matter behind it. And you can sort of see the bow shock from the uh, from the galaxy on the right, and uh, the passing through the other. And in this image, we can see uh, two blue blobs. Now, these blobs are the, uh, the X-ray pattern that we get. But if we flip our eyesight onto looking at the uh, gravitational wells given by these galaxies, we can see that. Um, the galaxy clusters, the wells that they produce from just distorting gravity around them are completely independent of where the mass of these galaxy clusters should be. Now, this is really weird. This is like two bowling balls on a big rubber sheet, is the analogy I like to use. The bowling balls come roaring in on this rubber sheet, making indentations in this fabric of space-time. That's what the rubber sheet is in this analogy. They come flying in, the bowling balls wham, hit each other and sort of, you know, click off and, you know, keep hitting one another. But you would expect that the indentations of the bowling balls to follow around the bowling balls, right? Not so. At least in this case with the bullet cluster, as the bowling balls are coming in and getting closer and closer and closer, the indentations in the sheet seem to pass right through each other and keep on going. Same speed, almost as if they, you know, nothing happened. And yet the bowling balls are sitting there colliding with one another, and, you know, eventually they stop, and you've got two bowling balls and a slight indentation, and you have these two massive indentations with nothing in it flying away, these ghost indentations in this rubber sheet. Beautiful evidence for dark matter. One very publicized, but as I'm told, very controversial uh, candidate for uh, dark matter research is something called Virgo H121, or known as the Dark Matter Galaxy. Now, this was found through gravitational interaction with neighboring galaxies. This region is estimated to be like of an average galaxy size, but the problem is there's no stars visible. We have a lot of stars or we have a lot of stars in the background that, you know, we see nothing in front of. It's almost as if we have this big area where there's a, a mass of a galaxy where it should be, and yet there is none, and we can see right through it. Is this a good candidate for a dark matter galaxy, or is it just a lot of diffuse gas? Scientists are more leaning towards a diffuse gas because it was found not only through gravitational lensing, but also through hydrogen... Uh, emissions and you know, people are actually able to see you know very diffuse clouds of things. So maybe it's a dark matter galaxy that has you know a little bit of cloud formation in it. Whatever it is, it's a very good candidate for studying for dark matter. So what could dark matter be made up of? We've talked a lot about it being made up of. Uh, neutrinos, but what maybe there's something else that could account for where all this mass would have to be interacting with the galaxy. We have two options. And those, and 
scientists have way too much time on their hands to name it, these are called either machos or wimps. Machos for a massive compact halo object, and wimp for weakly interacting massive particle. Perhaps a macho or a massive compact halo object is a brown dwarf or a failed star that got you know, ejected out into the, into the galaxy and is just kind of floating around. Maybe there's a lot more of these than theory predicts, and we have uh, a myriad of these just floating around, interacting gravitationally um, with our galaxy. Alternatively, we have weakly interacting when Alternatively, we have weakly interacting massive particles, which could be found through the uh, Large Hadron Collider experiment, uh, seeking to find uh, these very small particles. A lot more evidence, I think, could be coming out from that than massive compact halo object uh, astronomy, but time will tell. In January 2007, last year, scientists unveiled a dark matter map made up of over a thousand hours of observing time with the Hubble Space Telescope. And what this did was it, it analyzed gravitationally how uh, the dark matter map should be in the local universe. And as we see from this map, if you can find a picture of it, again, one of the perks of PowerPoint, is that they're, it's very clumpy. It's very, um, very distinct as to where it is and where it is not from this map. And there's lots of it. And from this map, we're able to tell, you know, there may be a galaxy here with a tail of dark matter. It's not falling off according to some sort of mathematical equation. <laughs> 